from the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Welcome everyone to the K&J Show. I'm Kay, he's Jay. Thanks for being with us and we appreciate you taking time out of your day or whatever you're doing and carrying us along in your headset or on your speakers or wherever. But uh, thanks for being with us today. We have an interesting topic today, Jay, and this is something that you um, picked. Yeah, so this is a, this is a topic that you, you can be religious and like this topic, but I don't think you have to because I think it's an example of how we all really should live our lives. It's the Beatitudes. So the Sermon on the Mount with Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. he gave these eight Beatitudes, and they're just beautiful. Um, And so we're going to talk about them today. We're not going to go in deep theologically, because I'm not capable. We don't have those skills (laughs) here in the K&J show. Um, Or critically thinking. We're just going to talk about what we think about them. Yes. So in other words... Really dumb. Um, but before we go there, I want to thank Pat. Pat's from Woodhaven, Michigan. And Pat wrote in because he enjoyed our conversation, and this was your idea, where we talked about some news items that had come up. Mm. And one of them was uh, about a story out of Ireland and about the do not resuscitate. And um, and that was, I don't know if that was the island, but it was. Uh, and so we talked about and talked about the dignity of all life, and, and Pat enjoyed it, and he was oh, kind w- enough to write us. That was in uh, England, actually. England, yeah. 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 And so Pat wrote me at jjay at grexley.com, jjay at grexley.com, and Pat, very much appreciate it. That's great. Um, and they can reach me as well, Kevin, at grexley.com. Now, they might have reached you, but you haven't <laughs> checked, have you? <laughs> well, not today. <laughs> When's the last time you checked? It's right in my column, so I just check. I, I look at it to see if there's anything that came in the inbox. Okay. Too. Yeah, are, so you, are you begging for an email? Is that what you're uh, doing right now? No, yeah, but please yes. feel free. Uh, <laughs> talk to us. Uh, you know, send us a drop us a line. I, I like the idea of the um, take a few things. Well, we can, we can do that periodically. Uh, yeah, I like to do too. Some, do some news. Uh, Except I got angry last time at it because that made me very well, angry. Well, yeah, that I story. Mean, it's it's something that it's just incredible to see um, society and the way. It's thinking now, um, I think, is uh, really scary. Well, life is scary. no longer yeah. sacred, it seems. It's a, it's an inconvenience for some people. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's terrible because we all have dignity, and every life is precious, and everyone is special in, in one way or another. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, someone might be smarter than me, but that doesn't make me, Jay, any less relevant than they are, or better looking than me, or taller, which most people are, <laughs> than me, or... Or it, we shouldn't define people by the gifts they don't have. We should define them by the gifts they do have. Exactly, Jay. And, and to see things like, you know, we, we I believe, mentioned in the show, too, about, um, you know, we just had a news story just uh, recently about Northern Ireland. Uh, it's a territory of the U.K., and um, the U.K. had um, this uh, abortion laws stating that, um, uh, you know, up to, up to birth, um, you know, you can abort the baby if it's disabled or, or has some disability. Uh, so um, the, the, Northern Ireland didn't want that, and they, and they came up with, um, you know, they, they were fighting that in, in, in their parliament, um, and they had a, a woman, a, an English woman, come in. She's a 25-year-old, a Down syndrome uh, lady, and testified, saying that, you know, 
why are you passing this law? You're making us feel less less than human, yeah, basically. Yeah, worthless. And, uh, yeah. Um, what, what was that vote? It was 48 to it, 46 to 12? 48 to 12, something like that. You know, it still has to go through another. Who hurt. were those 12 people? Yeah. Imagine yeah. listening to that 25-year-old woman and then voting against what she's saying. Well, to have it get to that point anyway. I, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. It's like, uh, you're just trying to get me mad. Yeah, and no. this is going to be a really nice show today. <laughs> and you're just, you're just really trying to get me upset. Well, you know, I, I, it goes back to the value of people uh, no matter what. Um, well, and, and, it kind of, I'll tell you the truth. It, it kind of feeds into the Beatitudes, too. Yes. Yeah. So why don't we start, Kev? Wow, good transition, Jay. Wow, well, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, what's the first one? Do you know what it is? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yes. What do you get to say about that, Jay? Oh, you're going to throw it right back <laughs> to me, huh? Um, well, I mean, it, I, that one, I think... Now, remember, let's put this in context. So Jesus is there. Uh, it's the Sermon on the Mount. He's talking to a big crowd. Yeah. And he comes right out. Blessed are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And I think it's... To me, it's kind of a promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, to people that, and and he always uses that. If you go through all of them, blessed, 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 blessed. Uh, he's saying it's a gift, and God God bestows this gift upon us. Yeah, Kevin. No, it's true. Um, I, I agree. Um, blessed ones are are the poor in spirit, um, who you know who bear things for God's sake, and you know to to put yourself uh, basically to become a humble. You know, before God, I think that's a part of this as well. And you are a person; you have been willed by God, so be humble uh, in front of God. And, uh, and there's going to be sacrifice. Yes, yeah. There will be sacrifice. And are you willing? It reminds me of when Saint Paul uh, was. Uh, no, it was Jesus when Jesus said, "You have to uh, uh, give up all your possessions," and yep. the man refused to. And it's the camel and the eye of the needle and. And all of that, and so y- you have to be. What what price are you willing to pay, and what is what is that price? Is it? I think today we look at at money as a price, but that's worth nothing. Yeah. Uh, when you start to think of uh, yourself, your family, uh, your health, um, love, all of that, you can't you can't buy any of that. Yeah. So, what are you willing to spend? And I'm not talking cash here. Yep. What are you willing to sacrifice? And the other thing, um, too, is is the reliance on God, which I think people don't. A lot of people don't have that as much anymore. Um, people want to do everything on their own. They think they can do everything on their own, and they don't need religion. They don't need God. And this is kind of saying, you know, be poor in spirit, be be humble before God, accept that, you know, you need the Lord in your life, uh, you know, to have a full life and to understand what this life is about. And isn't that unfortunately what governments do a lot of time, is they try to fill that void, and they're going to take care of you. Yeah. And I'm all for, I'm all for social justice and governments taking care of people, but it can't diminish the role of God within that. Yeah, and it's um, it's okay to ask for 
divine help to 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 reach out to God, to talk to Him, pray, to be a part of, uh, yeah. to have Him a part of your life, to be humble uh, in, in front of Him, to request help. Um, and I think people, uh, unfortunately, uh, have lost a little bit of that. Um, and uh, you know, people want to do everything on their own and um, feel like they can get through everything on their own. And I think it's okay to ask, you know, ask especially for spiritual help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's freeing. Yeah. I think it's yeah. very freeing. A, a lot of people, not a lot. You know, we always say that a lot of people. Who knows? Well, people. Know. Some people, people. Some people. Some people would would say that you are, you're putting, you're, you're restricting people by doing that, by by saying that you have to be humble before God and you have to do this, that, that you're restricting people and you're, you're putting them in a box. It's actually the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's really an understanding, to understand what you're actually saying or asking or what God's asking of you. And it's a it's a psyche, too, because I think it gets into the cultural situation, too, where, you know, people think, well, you know, why do I need, why do I need help? Why do I need God? You know, what's the point? I can get through on my own, you know, and what, what's he have to do with, with my life? Everything. I know. Everything. Yeah. All right, next is, uh, blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And this one right off the bat, uh, for me, um, I think we all have mourned at some point. We mourn for when our, if, if, if you've lost parents or siblings or people you've loved, um, you mourn. And it's, it's very lonely, it can be lonely and sad feeling, uh, can sometimes engulf you and make you feel as if if you're just covered in this this sadness, um, but God will comfort you. So God's willing to to walk beside you and get through this. Uh, as we tape this, a matter of fact, yesterday I visited my parents' grave. I, I actually said, you know what, I'm going to just go by and say hi to my parents, mm -hmm. um, and and I did, and it was it it that was comforting for me because I know that. While I'm at their grave, that's not really where they are, uh, and that one day I will see them again. But I think we have to—I think we have to have a special place in our heart for people who have lost, and no matter what the degree is, because loss is so overwhelming and and so difficult and so challenging, and it's and it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. People experience it very differently, and we can't just say, well. You get over it yeah. uh, because it's hard to get over. And it's okay. It's okay to mourn. It's okay to be sad. And it's okay uh, to feel the way you feel, the loss. Because when my sister died, I always said that if I have to feel this way by, because I knew her, I'd much rather that than not feel anything and never have known her. So mm. my take. Now, it's... Um, uh, just um, carry on from that, Jay. It's um, you know it's part of the process, um, and the idea of mourning um, and the idea of faith with mourning um, is an important part of um, our faith um, and how that can help us through the mourning process. Um, without faith, I think it, it's a little harder to adjust and, and you know get through the process of mourning because in in your faith, in our faith, and the in the Catholic faith, which we, we happen to be a part of, um, and other faiths as well, I, I think it's a comfort to know that, uh, you know, the people that have 
passing on, you will one day meet again. And, um, you know, that's a comfort, that, that's a help, and, and it's a way to turn to God, to, to Jesus in times of these painful episodes in our lives where we, we really miss somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they almost tie, the first one and the second one almost tie together. Yeah, in a sense. yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I had a, there's a, a deep theological part of the mourning, too, which I, I, I read somewhere, too, uh, about people mourning drawn from the miseries of life of poverty, abjection, and subjection, which are the very blessings of verse 3, but rather uh, miseries from which the pious man is suffering himself and in others, and most of all the tremendous might of evil throughout the world. To such mourners, the Lord carries the comfort of the heavenly kingdom. So apparently, like, people can mourn things in this life, uh, and God is there to comfort them in, in what they mourn, whether it be a loss of a loved one or a loss of anything else. Okay, so what's the next one, Kev? Well, so, uh, so I, had, I had a list. I don't know if it's right, because uh, I had two as blessed are the meek. They, for they shall possess the land. And you said that... Yeah, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, same thing. I know. Mine, <laughs> mine's better. <laughs> so I don't know what's... You know, I mean, I, I think they can be... It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, one, two, three, four, like in exact order. I know. I'm just asking which one you want to do next. No, yeah. So let's go. I, I had two as blessed are the meek, for they shall possess the land or whatever you say. Inherit the earth. Inherit the earth, yes. Yeah, and that's that tells you that it's not those people who are standing out there and pounding their fists and beating their breasts. It's those people who are humble, again, humble. Yeah. That's the people who are going to inherit the earth and really the kingdom of God. And that's I think this really ties in with the one we mentioned at first, Blessed are the Poor in Spirit, because this is sort of uh, getting back to the the idea of, uh, as you said, humbling yourself before God um, in your inheritance as a child of God, as a child of Jesus, and the grace that God has given us. Uh, it, there's a inheritance to that. Um, you know, we are uh, the adopted sons and daughters of, of God, and uh, that's a comfort to us. That means, you know, we have a, a share in the uh, kingdom of God. Yeah, I, I was, I've always noticed people who are very quiet about their faith, but yet faith-filled. Mm. Um, I've always been very impressed by them. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a few people here like that, and they're impressive. To be meek, I heard once, is to be docile, kind, and gentle, so... Those are yeah. things <clears throat> that, you know, not that you want to be stepped on, but, I mean, in terms of the Lord, in terms of your spirit and faith. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it's okay. great. Should we move on? I'm ready. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Did they, you like that? Did you like my reading of that? So was that... Uh, something from like the Ten Commandments or something like that. How I read that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he truly was. <laughs> now, <of> God. <laughs> I don't want to go off the reels here, but can you do your uh, Ten Commandment thing where uh, you do your Edward G. Robinson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moses. Yes, Moses. <laughs> 
You would go off the rails. I would go <laughs> totally off the rails. Uh, I love that movie, by the way. Oh, it's a great movie. My yeah. my favorite line from Charlton Heston is when um, you know he meets um, he meets um, Sarah and the, and the women um, at the at the well there uh, for the first time. Oh, for the water. Yeah. Yeah. Am I to be bathed or drowned? <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost laughing like him. <laughs> For some reason, that always struck me as funny. Uh, oh, that that movie was, you know. So it shall be written. So it shall be done. Oh, such a great movie. Yeah. Uh, they've tried to remake that other times, and it's just the worst one was they made it recently, and I, I want to say who was it? It was the guy who was in Batman. Um, Which one? The the uh, the three Nolan ones. Um, oh, Liam Neeson? No, 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 uh, no. Christian Bale? Yeah, Christian Bale was in I believe it was Christian Bale. It was horrendous. Because what they try to do is they try to make it seem as if God wasn't really even involved, that all of this was coincidence. Oh, wow. Yeah. Never heard of that one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, of course, because it was terrible. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a classic. Except for it, it's Robinson. A, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, there's, there, there are some cheesy type things, you know, in it in terms of the, the way that the people, you know, acted in, in the drama back then. Uh, that was the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah, no, but it is. Yeah, yeah. That's Do you know who the Stonecutter was? Uh, no, like Joshua? Yeah. Do you know who? No. Do you know who it was, the actor? Um, Do you know who? He, I'll even put it. Do you know who he was married to? No. Originally? Bo Derek. Oh, that's that's John Derrick. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even. Know yep. That. Yeah. Well, and then the. Uh, I hope I'm right on that. Either that, or uh, I just made him on in the Moses movie, but I'm pretty sure. Isn't uh, Carrot uh, John Carradine in it too? Probably. Yeah. I think everyone was yeah. in it. He was. Um, what was he? I, I think he might have been one of the um, guards or something for the people making the. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a guard. <laughs> Now, I just told you that we're, we're going very, you know, we need to speed this up. And what do you do? You take yeah. a detour into Moses. So where were we on? Blessed are they that hunger and yeah. after justice. So what does that mean? What is that all about? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> it's clearly, clearly well, you, I'm out of my depth on this now, one. Now, you were talking about, um, you know, social justice, too. And people that are, are, are hungering and thirsting for, for the right thing to do for... For justice, um, a desire uh, of progress in their lives as well, you know, in in, in perfecting their uh, religion and morality or whatever. And if you continue to focus on that and how you can um, help and, and and help people with being um, with their justice, with with what they they should be as human beings. Um, dignified, you know, that will help in your holiness as well. I think it's just being driven, being driven to help people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to do the right thing. Yeah. And sometimes the right thing is the hardest thing. Hmm. It can be the most difficult thing to do. But ultimately, when you take a step back and you can look in the mirror and you can say, well, that didn't go very well, but it was the right thing to do, you can keep your head high. Hmm. And it kind of helps you focus, um, you know, about life as well, too, where you're focusing on other people and not yourself. Right. You realize their needs. And, you know, it goes back to the 
greatest commandment. Love your God with all your heart and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. So, uh, you know, keeping that in the which was in the Ten Commandments, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but the focus. Oh, on don't you? You brought the stones down. Uh, what's that? You brought the stones down. Remember the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Yeah. yeah. What about it? Was it that was in Moses brought those down? Brought them down from the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm the, saying. The, okay. Okay. I mean, uh, unless you watch the one with uh, Mel Mel, what's his name? Uh, did the comedy. Oh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Uh, These fifteen, no, ten, ten, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he dropped one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, focusing on on others, others' plight, and realizing you know um, that in helping others, in, which can be hard, by the way. Yeah, it can oh, be yeah. very hard to do because we all live in a bubble. Yeah. And for me, my bubble is I get home, I'm with my family. Uh, I probably have a very different life than a lot of people out there, including you, Kev. Uh, and so to try to put yourself into someone else's shoes, as they say, walk a mile and in my shoes can be very hard. And the problem with that is because of that, sometimes our decisions can be not based on reality, but based upon our situation that isn't their situation. Mm. So we have to be, we have to be cognizant of that and, and realize that everyone's life and situation is different. The next one I had down, which kind of ties into this. You just read them. That way we don't mess this yeah, up. Yeah, well, in, in, it kind of ties in with uh, the one we just read. But blessed are the merciful. That's what I had. For they shall obtain mercy. And, and it's kind of s- similar in, um, you know, you acting through the works of mercy. Uh, we have the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. And be merciful. Be, be uh, kind. Be forgiving. Um, not always easy, though. Yes. Yeah. It's not always easy. Uh, how many families do you know where there'll be a fight and they'll say, oh, I haven't talked to my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad. It's very sad, you know, for 20 years. Yes. That's a terrible thing. Yeah. And I... Is anything worth that? No. No. I, I You know, we, we, we talked about this in other shows, too, especially nowadays uh, with the... Uh, with social media, with, with all kinds of things. Yeah. People are just... Um, uh, so angry at other people. Uh, nobody really respects the other person's position, realizing that you can disagree um, and not take on the same position as somebody else, and that's okay. Um, but in terms of like being harmed, and that's tough too. I mean, some of these, some of these family fights go back to something that somebody did. I remember and, a lot yeah, of times. Yeah. But but even if it's a legitimate thing that yeah. happened, this is what this is saying. You have to be be merciful. Pass out some forgiveness. Be, as you know, use use uh, Jesus as the example, or God as the example to uh, realize that, you know, He is merciful, and you need to be merciful, like mm. like your. Father. And what do we lose? What do we lose if we're not? You lose an awfully. First of all, you lose a piece of yourself. Yeah. Uh, you probably become something you don't want to be, and you also could lose someone you love. And you lose all those great experiences that you might have had, but don't have, because of that. Um, and then, in it, general, just be merciful to people you don't know. Uh, and and it's hard, um, and I understand that too. You know, I, I think about people that um, you know have been really harmed in terms of you know maybe a loved one um, killed through violence of some sort. Um, I, I know that I'm seeing a lot of this lately about restorative justice. Uh, about working with 
authorities, uh, you know, not uh, condemning the person who did this to death, but some, creating some type of restorative justice. And, and it, I can't imagine, you know, if if I knew somebody who took maybe the life of a family person, it, it's got to go. It, it's got to be so painful. And, and right, and we might be saying di- a different thing yeah. if that was us. Yeah. So yeah. we might yeah. we might certainly say a different thing. But I know if someone did that with my family. I don't know how I would react. Yeah. Uh, but you can, you can, I, I don't think you're diminishing the act. Yeah. You're, what I'm suggesting is that you bring peace to yourself. Oh, that's, that's, that's the key. Yeah. It's I mean. peace to yourself. It's not diminishing the act because the, the violent act, no matter what it is, is wrong and was wrong and continues to be wrong and is wrong. But you also have to realize that. Maybe that person could change. Yeah. Maybe they can't. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe they could. Maybe there was a situation. But I, I'll tell you, I, I, if someone did something to my family, I don't know how I'd react. I I might, you know, try to take a swing at them. Yeah. It's it's hard. You're right. It is very very hard. I think that's the the purpose too, in that this horrible thing has been done, and then how is that affecting you? Uh, is that gonna you know, rule the rest of your life as well and eat you up and destroy you as well as the person you lost. Uh, I mean, I think that's the idea. <laughs> you know, it, it's easy to say from sitting here, you know, having not gone through that, but I, I, can, I can imagine it's, it's, a, it's different stages that a person goes through to, oh, get, sure. to get to that point. And I think we have to be merciful towards those people yes. who've yeah. lost someone yeah. and try to understand their feelings and and not diminish how they feel. That's how they feel. Yeah, yeah. And maybe help them to get through that. But it's 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 an extremely difficult and impossible situation when somebody loses someone they love to any type of violence. Yep. Uh, and I, again, I've always been impressed when I've seen people who will say, "Okay, I forgive you." Yes. They haven't. That doesn't mean that they think they, they're thinking less of the person they might have lost. Yeah. They, they love them and always will and will continue to love them. But they're just saying, I forgive you. I don't forgive really what you've done, but I forgive you. Yeah. yeah. And I am so. And there's there's many incidents of that that I've seen in the news, too. You yeah. Know, I, I remember just offhand, uh, I think it was this girl who was paralyzed from, from a gunshot who in court, you know, openly... Uh, forgave the person who, who shot what courage that takes yeah, yeah. what courage because her her life has been affected in a adverse and terrible way yep. so what a brave young woman all right Kev, what do we have next blessed are the clean of heart for they shall see god yes and the law will say the pure of heart too yeah. uh yeah um yeah what would you what would you define as pure of heart it could be, you know, good intentions. Um, uh, someone who's um, who has no ulterior motives. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a simple, sincere, just a good, pure heart um, is what I I think of. And if you don't have that, isn't that's another question? How do you get it? Um, and that's something that needs to be worked on. I think for people as well, um, you know. Uh, to 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 put again put yourself in the presence of God and, and and relieve your 
heart of evil intention or just try to, to be that simple, pure presence. And again, I think it's a promise. Yeah. I think it's it's right out there. It's a promise. So it's the pure of heart. You're going to see God. If you live your life a certain way, which you have now a beautiful example of, you will see God. Yep. All right. Being selfless. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. In today's world, uh, especially, unfortunately, we don't see a lot of peacemakers. <laughs> we see a lot of rhetoric, and we see a lot of violence, and people think that through violence they can get what they want, and that's never the answer. And I look at people like Jesus and Gandhi and Martin Luther King, people who, who preached uh, peaceful uh, peacefulness and loving one another, and you. Anytime you gain anything through violence, you have not succeeded in your goal. You, if your goal was to hurt people, then yeah, you've succeeded. But you're never going to continue to hold power if you've obtained it through violence. Now, when I say continue, I don't mean two, three days later. But eventually, peace and people who have that in their heart uh, will conquer the violence. Yes. Um, did you hear a word I just said? I did. That was almost one of those yeses, like, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> conquer the violence, yes. Uh, and and there's, 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 like, aspects to, to look at this. Um, blessed are the peacemakers, people that try to not only, like, preserve peace, initiate peace as well, and restore peace when it has been lost. Um, are you a peacemaker? I think so. I tried to be, I think. Yeah. I'm going to notice that. Next time I see an argument, I'm going to see if you jump in. <laughs> and if you're not, I'm going to say, Kevin, you're not a peacemaker. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess, um, you know, try to imitate God, you know, um, and, and his love. And and I think that's where we get, we, we talked about this with, uh, you know, I keep on going back to all this um, rhetoric that's out there, the harsh rhetoric and... and, and um, in the lack of people seeing other people as humans, as you know, as somebody who deserves dignity and respect, yeah. Um, and I think that gets lost in the people that aren't peacemakers. Um, if you come in, you know, a lot of people say that you know, come in knowing or loving the person that you're going to be talking to, start there. And then, and then engage in the conversation. Um, so you don't come in hostile and, and just ratchet things up. Um, so respecting people, respecting their human dignity, um, and then uh, you know, going in uh, on that level, I think will help. Uh, and then if you, you know, if peace is lost, how good? I don't know if I'm good. At, you know, restoring peace or getting people back to a peaceful existence. That's well, it, it becomes. If you do this to me, I'm going to do that to you. Yeah, and it just keeps and it, it keeps escalating. You know. The moment I think the moment somebody says or thinks, aren't they lucky that I'm talking to them? Yeah. Aren't they lucky that I liked them on Facebook or I follow them on Instagram or aren't they lucky that I said hi to them today? You've lost your way. Yeah, you've just lost your way because aren't you lucky that they decided to say hi to you and that you have those friends. Mm. Uh, so if that happens, you have to examine 
your life because you're putting yourself way too high up <laughs> on the scale of of who and what you are. And then we go all the way back to what we said at the beginning in the first Beatitudes there about humility. Um, and that's, you know, actually, I got to get one of those things. I saw someone wearing them. Uh, like when you know how those wristbands, you know, and you have a lot of wristbands. Well, no, I only got do you have your saint one on right now? Uh, no, I used that broke a while back. I oh, got did the it? do you want me to get you another one? Uh, yeah, can you do that? Well, I think I can do that. Pulling, I get my pulling for Paul, um, band on, yeah, Paul of us here, a great friend of ours. But I've seen people with bands like this that say, like, either humble or be humble or humility, and it and it's kind of a good thing, I think, you know, there's kind of as a reminder to you know. Maybe you should get a tattoo. Uh, not <laughs> put a big tattoo across your chest, humble. You know, I think I might do that, Jay. Right across my face. <laughs> I think if you did that, you're probably not being considered humble. <laughs> That's just a guess on my part. Okay, Kevin, now we're we're past our time, so we have one more left. And this is a good one. Blessed are they that suffer persecution for justice' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And we kind of talked about this a little bit. Yeah. What comes to my mind in this uh, as well is um, the persecution of minorities, uh, persecution of Christians that we're seeing um, seems to be increasing in many parts of the world. It's a reminder how precious life is, how precious um, our faith is, but it reminds me, and uh, hopefully it reminds people too, when you see situations such as persecution going on around the world, how important your freedom, how important your religion is. I think of, you know, during the, the whole ISIS occupation there, uh, you know, when they're rolling out these people to behead because they're Christian uh, or some other thing, uh, to, to have those people not give up their faith, it's, a, it's amazing. It's a test, testament to, you know, their their faith. It is. Yeah. And people are persecuted today, and it's it's a terrible thing. And, and again, I, I it's maybe because I'm not that bright, I just don't understand it. I can't understand it. I can't understand how anyone could hurt somebody or, or even downgrade someone because of something they believe. Listen, I, I, I've said that before, I love my sisters, but we disagree on things. That doesn't mean I love them any less or I'm going to do something uh, to them. Yeah. Uh, so we have to remember that all of us are in the image of God, no matter what that person looks like or believes in. And and while we could and probably do disagree, and I do disagree with a lot of people, as I've, people have noticed, uh, that doesn't mean, I think, less of them. I might not agree with them, and and I think their opinion is wrong, but as a person— they still have the dignity that they deserve. Yeah. So. Well, and I just I would say this too to people, and I'd like to think about um, these situations that we hear about all around the world, and how um, I I think about them, and how I appreciate what we have here in in the United States and a lot of the free countries. But um, you, you know, I mean, and this could be. It's not just Christians too. We we have the 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 Uyghur uh, population in, in in China that's being put into you know, camps, and then the Rohingyas, uh, you know, all these other um, groups of people, whether they be religious or whether they be some type of uh, minority population, um, being persecuted. Um, so goes back to, you know, being peace or peaceful people and, and speaking up and saying, hey, this is wrong. 
you know, you this can't be happening, you know. Well, and doesn't it tell you that, that, and I'll, I'll, let me ask you a question, Kevin. Are you afraid of points to, to say things because in today's world, you say a certain thing and, and people are going to come, come down on your heart? I, I do. I mean, I think that... Are you more careful? Y- yeah, I think that's, uh, that's true. I think, um, you know, because of the misinterpretation um, of, of everything, uh, I think that happens. Uh, you know, I, I think words are being thrown a lot easier around to, to, be, to label somebody. Um, who which is who int- they don't understand? Which is intellectually lazy. Yes, they, people are just uh, if they don't like what you say, they'll label you, and then uh, and then people, you know, unfortunately, some people pick up on that and say, hey, you know, you're you're this you're runaway that. train. You know, it becomes yeah. a runaway train, and it's it's we we have to be very and all of us need to be extremely careful because the m- moment. That we don't have free speech, yeah, we're all in trouble. Yeah, if we don't have the freedom to practice the religion that we believe in, we're all in trouble. Oh yeah. Uh, so just, I sound like, I, I, uh, I'm just, I just see it happening. I can see it unfolding in front of us, where people are, are starting to tell us what we should think and how we should think, and if we don't think that way, that not only are we wrong, but we're going to be persecuted. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think we all have to be, we have to keep our eyes open. Yeah. And, and make this, sure we talk about that. And I think that's uh, something that's been happening slowly. Um, and I do think it is it is getting worse. And it, it, it kind of uh, frightens me a little bit that. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, you know, some of the things that uh, we do here <laughs> at, uh, you know, Catholic TV uh, may be considered something that it's not, you know, uh, yeah. or being labeled something, you know. So. Well, and it, and there there seems to at points be a nefarious undercurrent, yeah, about that, yeah. So, but listen, you're gonna get me that, angry that's again. A, that's like that could be another topic for another show. It could, but I'd be angry the whole show. <laughs> It'd be angry Jay, and we don't want angry Jay. Uh, if you want to see the Beatitudes or read them, you just go to the Gospel of Matthew, and it's chapter five, verse three through ten, and you can read them yourself and and reflect on them yourselves. Think of what it means to you. And if you're not religious, and you might have turned this off if you're not, <laughs> but if, if you're not religious, read them. Just just read them and uh, go on the internet and read it and and think how does this how does this fit into my life? Uh, that's what I would say. Well, yeah. Kevin, why don't you take us out because we're out of time? And it's uh, it's ways of living, you know, ways of living a good life as well. And uh, I I don't want to end on a downer note, Jay. You know, like I so don't like we no. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So so you and I were just talking about how how we're seeing things uh, change for for the worse. But but what we believe there's always hope, and things will be right and righted. And if you like a show like this, we could do shows like this. We could do sh- yeah. whatever kind of show you yeah, want. We could talk about the faith. We can get a little rowdy. We yeah. can get a little angry. Uh, we can have a lot of fun. Uh, just write either J J A Y at grexley.com or Kevin K E V I N at grexley.com. Love to hear your comments, and we will talk about whatever subject you want us to talk about. And I cannot uh, guarantee that I will not get angry. <laughs> it was a little more of a you know subdued show today, but we 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 do everything. We do subdued and like Jay said, rowdy. I don't know what that meant, but multi talented. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, if you want to hear some uh, music, please uh, send in 
Drexley.com. That's going to happen soon. We actually did the show with all the music. Now we just have to make Let's sure we can out, air it. Let's put it out there. Yeah, you keep trying to do that. That's, yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks for being with us, everyone. We uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Please keep on listening. Keep on, uh, like Jay said, let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Uh, and uh, just uh, keep on listening. We enjoy your company. <laughs>